Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Making Moves. I'm here today with the iconic Luann Diaz. Stop it's her it. first podcast. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited. I'm excited that it's yours. I'm so honored. I'm <laughs> no, like, I can't for having me. Why did you me? say yes? <laughs> Why did you invite me? <laughs> I mean, because I love you and oh, I love your I love content. You. Oh, and um, I'm so excited. I was just telling Luann <laughs> off camera. I'm so excited to have the ability to ask you anything I want and get one-on-one time because every time I see you it's normally in a group setting yes or like at a festival or a concert I think last time I saw you I was just crying the entire time because it was Taylor Swift yes so (laughs) which you're a huge Swifty major Swifty yes okay need to know everything about your Swifty side (laughs) when did you become a fan I became a fan oh my gosh I think the first song that I remember screaming was like you belong with me and I was probably like first grade okay how old are you I'm 22 okay oh my gosh you're so young okay so you're 22 yes you belong with me are you so are you fearless girl I love fearless it's so hard it depends on my mood I think okay. that's a lot of like Swifties will relate because I love reputation. I love lover. Recently, uh-huh. I've been like a big lover girl. Okay, but if midnights... I had to guess from my POV watching you and your boyfriend <laughs> eras, you're definitely a lover girl. Yes, I think so. Lover for sure. But when our song came on, I was also bawling. Yeah. So you're a big Swiftie. Yes. And what do you think about her and Travis, Kelsey? I think it's really cute. Yeah. It feels like very wholesome and like, I don't know. It yeah. feels like Hallmark movie vibes. <laughs> it is. Well, and it's crazy because she has a song literally about dating, like being the cheer captain uh, yes. and like dating the football quarterback or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's really cute. It feels like a fairy tale. Yes, it does. Especially watch. it's been so cute watching all the like her friends that she brings along to the yes. games. It's so cute. She likes to have her friends around. Mm-hmm. Like you can, I mean, she always has gone through her, remember the girl gang yeah. kind of phase, but it's not even a phase because mm-hmm. she still has her girl gang. Yes. Which like I'm living for because all of her girl gang people are like other celebrities I Love. Exactly. It's so fun to watch. It I think is. it's really cool that it's the first celebrity that's not like an actor or like a singer. It's like a football player. So yeah. It's kind of like different, I think, for her. I think it's probably a nice it's change of good. pace. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. So, Luann, tell yes. me about how the heck you grew up and ended up in Los Angeles. Like, you currently yes. live here. You grew up in Mexico. I want to mm-hmm. hear the entire story. Okay. So, I am originally from Cancun, Mexico. And Where in Mexico? Cancun. Oh, wh- oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I usually okay. get that. Like, a lot of people be like, you're from there? Like, actually yeah, from there? Yeah, what is it like? Um, It's definitely grown so much since I was little. Like, uh-huh. I used to go to Tulum, and there'd be, like, nothing. It'd be, like, if you went to Tulum, like, when I was, like, four or five, it'd be cold water, like, showers, like, solar panel, like, electricity kind of thing. Whoa. It was so laid back. Like, it was not, like, a party town like it is now, for yeah. example. But it was, it was fun. I enjoyed it. And when I was like 12 or so, um, my family and I moved to the U.S. Okay. And Where'd you move? I think first we moved to California. I did like the desert, like Palm Springs area for like a couple months. Uh-huh. And then we moved to Hawaii. Wow. And then back to California. We did Texas. We did Florida. We moved to, where did we go from Florida? It's funny. My best friend can probably tell you the order of where I moved yeah. so much better than I can. But we moved around a whole bunch. And then right before COVID, we were living in uh, La Quinta, which is like by Palm Desert okay. again. And it was kind of funny during COVID. It was like a crazy time, I think, for everyone. Yeah. But I went to visit my family like right in Cancun right before everything got shut down. And when everything started getting shut down, my mom and I were in Cancun with one of my friends. And we were like, let's just like stay here. Like we're not going to fly to the U.S., like uh-huh. back to the U.S. So we stayed in Cancun. I stayed in Tulum. COVID helped me a lot to like grow on social media, which was incredible. I mean, COVID was horrible, but 
I feel like for creators, since everyone was at home looking at their phone, I feel like everyone exponentially grew because I've been doing this for like seven or eight years. Uh But I feel like the past four years have really been where it like started like picking up a little bit more. Anyway, was out there for a while. Moved to Mexico City for a little bit too for Uh a few months. Which I've heard is beautiful. I've never been. You need to go. I would love to go. It's so, so, so (sighs) good. The museums are great. It's like kind of like an Different version of New York. Okay, a bit smaller, wow. but it's like it's it's a vibe. It's really pretty. Okay, the buildings are gorgeous. The people are really nice. That's what I've heard. Like the <laughs> architecture and yes. the like city is yes. awesome. It's, it's kind of like it's kind of like New York and some parts of Europe, like kind of like a little baby. Wow. Like it's kind of like that vibe. Okay, yeah, no, it's so beautiful. The food's great. You need to go. I will take you. Okay, please. <laughs> I, I mean, you would be the guy to go with. So but, wait, what was it oh. like growing up in Cancun? I need to know, it like, was... because I know it from the like Spring Breaker mm-hmm. perspective okay. of like. I mean, I've personally never been, but just like hearing of families <laughs> yes. or people, like I'm, I'm thinking of like frats that go there and like <laughs> party, right? Yeah, but I... which is an ignorant. Like that's the only way I know. I know about it. I want to hear what it's like growing up there. Well, I feel like it definitely changed a lot throughout like me growing up. Because when I was really small, like a little toddler, I lived with my grandparents like more downtown, like where more stuff like the local people live. Mm -hmm. And it was very, I don't know, I didn't know anything else. I didn't go to the, I didn't come to the U.S. till I was like eight or nine for the Uh first time. And I did Disney. But it was, now looking back on it, it was definitely like living in a bubble. Uh, it's a very small like town vibe where I feel like every time we went to the grocery store or something, I knew someone that was there or like would okay. see a friend or like a friend's parents or something like that. It was like very small town vibe, especially like my mom and my grandparents have been there since like the town was kind of like the city was starting to get built. So it's like Cancun's a very young city. I think it's like 50, 60 years old or oh, something wow. like that. Like it's a young city. It grew really quick. Uh-huh. So like when my mom um, moved out there when she was like, in middle school, there were still like monkeys in the park in front of her house. <gasps> like, it was just crazy. That's, like, crazy. that's awesome. I think people don't realize that, but like, Cancun was like a very small town, like, not that long ago. And like, now it's like a full on city. And yes, yeah, like, it became like a very big party area and such. Uh-huh. Being a local or mm-hmm. growing up there, was the tourism something you guys enjoyed or were annoyed by? Well, I think everyone was very thankful about it because it's what everyone, mostly everyone lived off of. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say, for example, spring break, once I was older, I was living by the beach. And during spring break, it was kind of like, we're not leaving our apartment. Like, we're not going outside because yeah. it's going to be crazy, especially as like having young kids. Uh-huh. It was definitely like, you don't want your kid around oh, spring around breakers. It. Yeah. So like, we lived in one building that was next to like a very big day club vibe thing. Uh-huh. And I just remember my oh, mom being like, don't imagine. look over that way. Like, <laughs> look that way or yes. like, we're going back inside. Oh so. my gosh. But overall, it was very, very chill. Like... I, I loved it. I loved uh-huh. being in the ocean and the water all the time, which was really fun. And it was literally a bubble, though. I feel like it's definitely weird being out of it and then seeing all my friends that still, like, from back in the day that, like, still live there and haven't, uh-huh. like, left. It's definitely a little bit shocking. I'm, like, I, I'm very thankful I got the experience to move around and leave. <laughs> yeah. First of all, mm-hmm. you have an incredible English. Thank you. Did you learn English as a kid growing up, or so, when did you learn it? I went to a lingual school. Like, from kindergarten on, I went to a school where half my um, classes would be in Spanish and half would be in English. Or, like, wow. it'd be an A-day, B-day where one day would be Spanish-English kind of vibe. Uh-huh. I wish um, I would have done that. It's honestly... it's. 
pretty crazy. Like, I yeah. feel like almost every, a lot of countries, aside from the U.S., I feel like grow up like that. Yeah. We, like, grow up learning English. But I will say my English was not the best till I moved to the U.S. When I was, like, eight, my mom and my stepdad, who was basically my dad, and he, I think, speaking English all the time at home with him mm -hmm. and then moving out here and going to school out here is really what helped me because looking at back at videos of me speaking English when I was little, it was not that good. Like, I could understand people speaking English, uh -huh. but my English was actually not that good. Mm -hmm. I always think of it when mm -hmm. I'm playing tennis. Like, I always want to play with someone who's better than me because yes, then I'll perform exactly. better. It's, and, and it's more fun. And it, yes, it's and like it, a challenge. Yes. yes. So it's the same thing, mm -hmm. I'm sure, when you're learning yes. a language. Like, when I am visiting, you know, mm -hmm. uh, Mexico, Costa Rica, mm -hmm. think places like that. And you have more of a desire to want to learn because you're like, yes. th this is a necessity mm -hmm. now. Versus in a classroom, it can be hard, I'm sure, 100%. with English as well. When everyone's mm -hmm. English is rocky. Yes. How do you decide what language you want to use in your videos? That's a hard one because I started... We'll go back seven years ago. Okay. I started creating content in English while I was living Whoa. in Cancun. Why? So just because that, I started in Musical.ly and that was all that I was seeing in the platform. Got like back it. in that day when you did Musical.ly, it was like a cringy thing, but especially in Mexico. Like it, I feel like even so now with like social media in general, Mexico's a little bit behind than the US and everything from like pay to like how campaigns work and like legal stuff of like hashtag ad and things like that are very different out there. And mm -hmm. I feel like in other countries and in the US, I feel like we're a little bit more advanced out here. Yeah. And then I moved on, I was then moved to Florida and someone from Musical.ly reached out to me saying, hey, but you're like from Mexico, you should try posting stuff in Spanish. Wow. And I was like, okay. I'm going to try it out. Let's do it. And I did. And it was starting to like pay off. And I ended up switching back again to English at one point and then back to Spanish. And during COVID, I was just doing stuff in Spanish because all my friends that were creators only did Spanish. Really? Yes. So I think part of the reason why I grew so much my Latin audience was, was because I was living out there and all my friends did were from Latin America. And finally, when I moved back to California, I was like, I don't want to just choose one language. I don't want to just like put myself in like a box in Spanish or a box uh -huh. in English because sometimes I do think more in Spanish than English and sometimes more in English than Spanish. Sometimes words go away from me in both languages and I don't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah. But I decided that I was just going to, you know, whatever idea I thought, if I thought they did in Spanish, I would do it in Spanish. If I thought in English, I would do it in English. Some videos perform better when I do them in Spanish and I do them in English. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of like play around with it. It's very hard on the algorithm. Uh, I feel like the algorithm sometimes punishes me for it because they don't know where to source, like where to put my content. Mm -hmm. But I'm so much more at peace with doing whatever I feel like doing that day yeah. than just doing one language. Well, I've noticed from your TikTok mm -hmm. Would you say most of your videos are in Spanish or is it pretty half and Probably. half? Probably. I think okay. in TikTok I do mostly in Spanish. Well, it depends. But mostly in Spanish and I'll put English subtitles. And if I do it Which in English, I love I'll do the because, Spanish subtitles. Okay. Yes. Everyone can understand it. And also for campaigns, even though I work with some brands that are very open to me creating the content in Spanish with subtitles in English, mm -hmm. there are a lot of brands that, you know, would prefer like the video in English with subtitles in Spanish. Really? And do it the other way around. So it kind of depends. So I, I don't like to you know, block myself of any opportunities. So I just try to like mix it up a yeah. little bit. But I would say it's mainly Spanish because there's so many Spanish speaking people in the US, One which is million crazy. percent, I yeah. Was, I literally looked at this fact yesterday. I don't remember the exact numbers, but I think it's something like English, even though there's so many people that speak it, it's most people's second language. Yes. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. And there were like actual numbers and I, like, and I was like, whoa, like the numbers are wild. Uh -huh. I think it's like 
Chinese as the first language, like, like as wow. the first language they speak the most as their first or like origin wow. language. But it's wild. Uh huh. What I've learned from you mm-hmm. and your content is I feel very privileged in the sense mm-hmm. of being a content creator, mm-hmm. having tools like adding the captions or subtitles yes. that are auto-generated mm-hmm. and they only have English, which I'm yes. just not realizing because <laughs> I was just talking to my producer for mm-hmm. this podcast and I told you, you know, off camera, like I would love to put Mm-hmm. Spanish subtitles on this podcast, but it's crazy because we would have to do it by, by hand. hand. Yeah, all my TikToks, I translate everything myself, and I'll like honestly, sometimes it takes me longer to add the subtitles in another language than make the actual video. <laughs> that yes. is crazy and so kind of you for mm-hmm. viewers, like from a viewer's mm-hmm. perspective. That is so kind of you to write all of the captions because me being your English speaking follower, (laughs) I wouldn't be able to really Mm -hmm. enjoy your content without having those Mm -hmm. captions. And I can't imagine being on the other side. So TikTok slash whoever. Anyone. anyone. Come up with a platform where you will translate it. (laughs) Auto generated (laughs) subtitles in different languages. Because even I'm thinking about all the content creators, like how cool would it be if we could have this podcast be <laughs> subtitled in like five different languages well even growing up that my i spoke english but it wasn't the best and i used to love watching youtubers but all the youtubers did videos that i loved did videos in only english uh-huh. which was good it kind of helped me with my english but at the same time i'm like we are used to reading subtitles which is something i feel like americans are not used to doing uh-huh. reading subtitles as much so it's coming along you know See, I think i'm TikTok's pro subtitle it. i like subtitle I even movies nowadays i'll like put the subtitles Same. on like in english or like whatever no, they're like, speaking just... english and i'm reading english, <laughs> english and i'm like, like <laughs> <laughs> why do i love it i don't know but i grew up doing that and then with a lot of my friends in the u.s they were like no like that's not normal for us to do but i was like i'm used to going to a movie theater like when i was growing up I'd go to the movie theater and I would want to watch it in like English, of course, because you want to listen to the actual actors' voices, but with the subtitles in Spanish uh-huh. so I could actually understand what they were saying. Absolutely. And I'm just like used to doing that, but I feel like here it wasn't, it's not the most common thing to mm-hmm. do, mm-hmm. but it is great to like be able to do subtitles. Oh, absolutely. I can't even imagine being in your position. So just thank you for taking thank the time to do, to do that. Thank you so much to Apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. Apartments.com believes a dishwasher does more than just clean plates. It turns your whole place into a time machine by turning the time you would have spent washing dishes into extra time for you. That could mean more time to read, more time to knit, or more time to contemplate the vastness of time itself. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live with an elusive dishwashing slash time-expanding device is easy. Apartments.com hosts the most rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. The one thing that has kept me sane throughout the 75 Hard Challenge, and more importantly, has kept me hydrated the most, is Liquid IV. Y'all, when I tell you, I literally crave Liquid IV. Like, the lemon-lime flavor lives rent-free in my head. First of all, it just always quenches my thirst, but it is perfectly sour and has that tangy taste to it, and it's just so good. Like, a nice, cold, crisp glass of Liquid IV. Oh my gosh, sounds so good. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. 
So I actually just taste tested all of the flavors for you guys, the pear, the white peach, the green grape, and the lemon lime. And I have to tell you, I still think lemon lime is my favorite. (laughs) But my second favorite is green grape. And then my third favorite, believe it or not, is pear. I'm actually shocked by how much I like pear. And then in fourth place for me was the white peach. My favorite thing about liquid IV is how convenient it is, especially because I am always on the go. I am booked and busy, and I'm sure you guys are too. So being able to pack it so easily in a purse or a carry-on or whatever the case is, like my work bag, I always have a liquid IV in there because throughout my day, I get so thirsty and nothing truly satisfies my thirst craving other than a liquid IV. Like it is so good. I literally want to make one right now. And listen, drinking water is great. Like I've been drinking so much water while doing the 75 hard challenge, but one stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you way better than water alone. And I love it because I feel like it actually revives me. And the best part about it is that there's no artificial sweeteners and zero sugar. However you hydrate, grab your liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TK at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code TK at liquidiv.com. How long does that take you? Let's say for like a minute long vlog where you're writing out the subtitles. How long does it take you to do that? It depends how much I talk and it depends if my brain's actually thinking in Spanish because sometimes I have a hard time making sure that it makes sense in Spanish as well because sometimes the words are not the same and then I'm not the best at grammar and since we have all of the different accents and stuff in oh Spanish my gosh. it will take me like I'll have to text my mom and be like mom how do you say this or like where do I put the subtitle because if not then I'll get roasted um so probably I don't know for like a 40 30 40 second video probably like eight minutes oh okay or that's, ten okay that's it's, way shorter than i thought quicker. It would be. if i edit on actual tiktok it takes longer if uh-huh. i edit on like cap cut it'll be a little bit quicker and that's where you edit everything yes okay yeah wow. it's not it's not horrible but it's not ideal <laughs> i mean no i can't even imagine for like a youtube video oh i don't know i i know of a lot of people that will hire someone that specifically just does that mm-hmm. And what I'm a skill. Like, yes. No, it literally is. Well, Mr. Beast, he has like different channels for different languages and countries. Mm-hmm. And he has like voice actors. He's so smart. From, yes. From the different countries. Mm-hmm. Like dub or yeah, voiceover. Oh I didn't know His that. videos. Yeah. And he like has so many different. I, I forget mm-hmm. all the languages he does, but. I mean, he has obviously quite a bit mm-hmm. of a budget, yes. a bigger budget than I do. <laughs> let's just say that. But it would be so cool if everyone could, you know, mm-hmm. enjoy everyone's content. Yeah, that's, that's honestly so smart. I did not know that. Like, I knew that he subtitled them, but I didn't uh-huh. know that he had, like, dubbed them. Yeah. Like, that's so he cool. He basically, I, I, don't quote me on this, but I heard in a podcast once that, like, I want to say it was, let's say it was for his Spanish-speaking mm-hmm. video. He hired, like, the lead actor in spider-man that's so who, who crazy dubbed spider-man in spanish or something that's so, so then fun. it was like spider-man speaking in his videos and people were like wait what the heck is this spider-man so i don't know fun. if it was actual spider-man but it was someone something like, like it that's so some funny. recognizable that's so voice smart, though. and i was like that is genius it'd be like essentially like me hiring if i only made spanish-speaking videos me hiring margot robbie to That'd like do my voiceover so fun. wouldn't that be insane <laughs> 
I'm just going to start dubbing your episodes, know. you know, through my own voice. And I'll do I'm yours. Yeah, I know. Amazing. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So, so I want to go back a little mm-hmm. bit. So you moved a lot growing up. Yes. I did. Why did you move so much? So my parents worked in like hotels, hospitality industry. So honestly, I think they just wanted to try different places out. And I was okay with it. I went to 11 schools growing up. Oh, <laughs> I did 11. What and did you learn from that? I loved it. It sounds wow. weird. I, I didn't like being the new kid very much, especially yeah. towards the end, but I really enjoyed meeting new people. And I got so lucky with all the people that I got to meet. They were so genuinely nice. Mm-hmm. Like I'd never had a bad new kid experience, oh my God, really, that's amazing. which is crazy because yeah, my odds at 11 that. schools would have like, I should have like uh-huh. hit something. Um, and then towards the end of high school, I didn't want to be the new kid anymore. And I was starting to do social media. So I was like, this is my chance. I didn't want to be the new kid in senior year because I was like, that will be rough because yeah. everyone's been together for four years and I'm going to be like, for sure. hey guys. Yeah. So I did online school and that's oh, how I ended up did. graduating. Yeah. Okay. And where were you last before you moved to LA? I was in Mexico City. So I was in oh. Mexico City, and then I had a friend, an online friend. Oh, his name's Josh. I had known him for a while. And he was like, hey, I have a lot of friends that don't know what we're doing with our life. We are getting a house in Venice Beach for two months. It's just two months. You can stay here for a month if you want or two, whatever you want, whatever uh-huh. you feel comfortable with. And I was like, you know what? Yes, I will do it. And it was in Venice. So it was really expensive. Uh-huh. And there were like seven of us in like a house. Uh-huh. It was like a co-working house type thing. That yeah. was, it was it was really fun. Was it like a content creator house? Yes, I know. So we were all content creators, but it wasn't like a content house where we like all collaborated and such. Like we all on had, one account. We all yeah. had different types of content. So that wasn't going to work. Um, and we just kind of needed, we were all a bunch of creators that needed a home, essentially. Okay. You know what I mean? So, Wait, it, just, that's so it just worked out. And there was no commitment to making videos together or anything like that. It was just, we needed, we wanted somewhere to stay. And so he invited me and I was like, yes, I'm going to do it. I literally, in Mexico, campaigns don't pay or they didn't used to pay as well as the campaigns in the U.S. do. Wow. So when I first moved, I was like, okay, there goes my savings. Let's use it for this and try it out because uh-huh. I miss the U.S. I miss living in Palm Springs and such. And when I was living in Palm Springs, I was coming to L.A. for events probably a couple times a week towards the end like my mom would drive me because i did not like driving Aww, and i was 18 so, so my mom wanted to come with me everywhere to make sure i was safe and she would drive me just for an event and then drive back to the desert oh my it was God, crazy she's the best she, she really is and so when i moved to venice i was there for like you know two months at first one month and then i ended up extending it because i didn't want to leave and after the end of the two months my friend josh and i were like so we need to find an apartment in la because we don't want to go back yeah. i think it was living in missouri and i was you know living in mexico and i was like yeah i don't want to go to my back to mexico uh-huh. let's let's find a place so we did we ended up coming back like a couple weeks later to find an apartment and we found an apartment where did you find an apartment we ended up moving down by like Melrose and Larchmont. We found it online. Okay, amazing. So we literally landed from the airport with no plan. Oh my gosh. I was staying at a friend's house who's now my boyfriend and he was staying with some other friends in their couch and we literally got here and we're like, okay, we have somewhere to stay. We started looking at apartments that day in his car for like three hours and just sending as many emails as possible so that we could set showings for the next day Yeah, because we were only going to be there for like three or four days and the second day we actually found the place that we moved into. So it just all worked out. Wow. Yes. I mean, that is... It was meant to be. So it wasn't like I had a plan to move to LA. It was always in the back of my mind when I was younger like, oh, it'd be really cool but I didn't really know what moving to LA entailed Mm -hmm. and then when I got the opportunity to come here for two months just to kind of like test it out Mm -hmm. I was like okay I like it I don't want to leave okay (laughs) got it I I would love to know what is it like 
moving to the U.S.? Like, what is something mm-hmm. you wish that Americans mm-hmm. realized that was so hard about, you know, maybe not growing up here? I think I got it really I got really lucky because mm-hmm. when I moved and I wasn't in California for two months and I didn't really go to school or meet anyone. I was just with my parents. But when I moved to Kauai, I was in Kauai and I was in the North Shore. Wow. And everyone there Beautiful. is so understanding and open and welcoming mm-hmm. that I had the smoothest transition. Like mm-hmm. I remember going to other schools where I was a new kid and there were other new kids and they had it a little bit rougher than I did. Mm-hmm. But I think I literally got so blessed with going into Kauai where everyone was so nice they Mm -hmm. were so overly nice i mean i don't think like kids didn't wear shoes to school we were like two blocks away from like beach beach. yeah it was like it was such a vibe it was so chill that because of that i feel like i don't know what i'd say i feel like in other states maybe the language barrier would probably be the hardest thing because whenever i moved out here i did have to relearn like when you're learning math you have like the different you know, names for different kinds of equations and okay. stuff. And all of that is in Spanish. So it's like relearning math in a yeah. way because you're trying to relearn, like, they'll be like, do such and such and such and such. And I'm like, what does that mean? I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> I can't even do math in English. Like, I cannot even imagine trying to yeah, do, no, like, division in Spanish. Yeah, like, the words were all different. Or even in English, like, I know what, like, the parts of the sentence were and all that, but not the name for that in English. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, it was definitely, like, a learning experience of trying to learn how to say uh-huh. all that, you know? For someone that's in Mexico right mm-hmm. now or, um, you know, out of the country and they mm-hmm. speak Spanish yes. and they want to move to the U.S., what advice would you give them to help make their transition smoother? I would say... As of language, like language wise, if you can come and take little trips before your move to practice your English or wow. if you have a group of friends, like I know that's a crazy thing because it's expensive to fly and all that. Yeah. But even if you have a group of friends that is willing to learn with you and practice with you, do that. Or now there's there's a lot of Americans in Mexico City, for example, like mm-hmm. go to a cafe and like maybe start up a conversation with them, like just practice, watch YouTube videos, mm-hmm. movies in English. Oh, like, that's great advice. Watching YouTube videos honestly can help like help so much. I know so many friends that they learned English because of watching like mm-hmm. beauty YouTubers, you know, and like doing their makeup mm-hmm. and stuff. So literally just practice your English as much as you can. Um, I get a lot of questions asked about how to like legally move out here and how I did all that. But I got really lucky again that my uh-huh. parents, because of my parents, you know, I because was able to get. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it still took me like eight years to get my citizenship. Uh, wow. But yeah, I mean, my dad's American. My stepdad's American. Oh, so and did he adopt you? He did, but I was already like 18. Okay. So I awesome. got it through like know how I got it but it took me eight years to get it yeah. which is crazy mm-hmm. I did take Smith so now my last name is very white we have the Smith on there so I'm one yes, Smith. that's hilarious but I love it it's so much easier because my last name is actually like Guerra de Hidalgo wow that's like oh, my that's name that I, thank you but it doesn't fit in any government form yeah. ever like when we were changing my name and doing all that Government forms wouldn't fit it. Like, we would have to ask for, like, a little extension. No. And my name's not even that long. Like, my mom's longer than my name. Wow. Which is so funny. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Okay, so yeah. now you live in L.A. And you have yes. this insane job. And is TikTok it's your crazy. main platform? Yes. And I your main so. I mean, way I, of I would income. say between TikTok and Instagram, honestly. I feel like Instagram right now has been... Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I've been between both. But those are my two babies. <laughs> okay, so how did you blow up? Like, what type of content was getting you followers? <sighs> I started making vlogs before okay. vlogs were like a normal thing on TikTok. Oh, okay. Like I started doing vlogs when people were still lip syncing on like Musical.ly. Got it. When like I used, were to tra- I used to do travel vlogs during Musical.ly days. Wow. And I, yeah, I know it kind of, it was weird. At first it didn't do as great, but eventually started picking up. Mm-hmm. And I just, mm-hmm. I think vlogs was my number one thing. 
And I would do dances once in a while because I felt like it helped, you know, put my name yeah, out there. Of course. And whenever I was with my friends, it'd be the fun thing to do. But I think vlogs was what really did it for me. <laughs> did it for you? Okay, so now mm-hmm. I feel like you still do a ton of vlogs. Yes. Would you say that's still the main thing? Probably, yes. Okay. Do you have any strategy behind your content or is it basically a direct reflection of your life? It is basically a reflection of my life. However, I will sometimes go out of my way and slightly twist my life away or another to make it work yeah. to create content for it. Like, I think today I bought a pair of socks that the ones that have like the little hands that you can like hold on to. You know what I mean? Have you seen them? They're Wait, like socks no. and they have little magnets and like little hands with magnets Cute. so that if you go next to your like boyfriend or yeah. friend or whatever, like it will like stick like their magnet Shut hands. Up. <laughs> That's hilarious. I've like, never bought that if it wasn't to make a video. You know okay, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like little things like that that will change. Or, for example, doing things like going out to certain locations to take content or yeah. photos or things like that would be things that maybe I wouldn't do on mm-hmm. my day to day on a normal life. But I've been doing this for seven years and I feel like everything just becomes my content, mm-hmm. everything I do. So you've been doing this for seven years, which yes. is a very long time. And now I would say you're quite the professional at it. Thank you have you. Um, <laughs> a lot of years of experience. Mm-hmm. What are like the top five, you know, biggest lessons you've learned from going at this for seven years and like perfecting your craft? Okay, first lesson, do not give up. It's like an entertainment world. Uh Like social media is the entertainment world nowadays. For sure. And that's a hard world to be in. Uh I feel like the amount of times I have thought to myself, like, why am I doing this? Like, do I just stop? And then I'm like, no, you love doing this. You did this as a hobby before it became your job. Mm -hmm. Like, you're doing okay. Like, it's (laughs) fine. Keep going. It's like, it's that thing that's would be number one. Like, don't give up and kind of like be proud of yourself and give yourself the credit that you Mm -hmm. deserve. Mm -hmm. Second would be, I just, I don't like being cliche when answering these questions, but honestly, the best answers are very cliche. I feel like no matter how many times you hear them over and over again, they're still valid. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so I share my life on the internet and like do basically anything that I wouldn't, normally do or sometimes not normally do but I just shared like an extension of myself on there for sure do that because I've gotten so many people being like oh I don't know what to post my life is boring boring. I'm like that "That doesn't matter like the amount of people that I like watch just cleaning their houses because I enjoy it or like going to their job even if it's a normal job like it's not boring I feel like everyone finds it interesting because it's not their life Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. like that's i think that's a main thing everyone has like their own story in their own life and that's their power essentially for sure so just don't overthink it like even though you do start overthinking it because of numbers and all that don't overthink it just like post whatever makes you happy whatever you enjoy because if you're not enjoying it it's not gonna last Mm -hmm. what else where am i at my two three you're at two what about with like what about with growth like what advice would you give someone that feels like oh i can't get past ten thousand followers like what advice would you give them I need that advice myself, y'all. Like, not with the 10,000 followers, but we'll just keep going. Sometimes looking at what other people are doing and replicating it in your own way. Not copying, Mm -hmm. but, like, let's say... Getting a little inspo. Getting inspiration. Like, it's not too good to over-consume content as a creator, in my opinion, but it is good to see what other people are doing and what's working for them because Mm -hmm. the algorithms do change ever so often. For sure. And, like, even the vlogs that I make, sometimes they will work in a certain format for a couple months, and then I'll have to change the format up. Interesting. So switch it up even if you're doing the same content switch up the format to mm-hmm. and see if that will work out to keep growing because mm-hmm. yeah for example i'll start my vlogs in the same way like opening my windows like my little like blinds uh-huh. and that's starting to not work so i'm like okay i need to start 
my vlogs in a different way from now on uh -huh. so that maybe that will pick up why so, were you starting them the same way to begin with so i started it the same way once like i did i did it just that's the first thing i do in the morning i will open up my blinds yeah. for my dog because he loves the sun and so i started recording it and it started doing well and i realized that that might be like the opening grabbing hook and that people Got could it. identify me from that because like whenever they see me opening the blinds they know it's my video and mm -hmm. they know it's a vlog of a day in my life as a mexican living in the u.s you know mm -hmm. so i just started replicating and it kept doing well so i just kept doing it mm -hmm. that's another one if you find something that does well for you keep, keep doing, doing that <laughs> until it doesn't work anymore <laughs> okay no that's great advice yeah that's so funny hearing your little strategy behind that because <laughs> when i tell you i've watched so many of your videos i just now realized that and you do, I do that, that. Yeah. and it, wor it, it works i feel like whenever it comes up in like someone's like feed they'll realize that it's me they'll know that it's yeah. me for some reason it's like and they'll very just keep watching. subtle yes. but consistent it's like kind of like when you watch it like an old like sitcom and like the little like, like you uh, knew that yeah. it was like starting you know like you knew what show you were watching yeah. from the first like opening scene with like you know what i mean well people kinda love like comfort they're comfort creators yes. because it is you know what you're gonna get mm -hmm. in a yes, way exactly so Similar to the blinds, mm -hmm. the action of you opening the blinds, do you start your videos by like saying the same thing or do you have any strategy with that? I do switch up what I say a little bit, but mm -hmm. it's usually the same thing. It'll okay. be like another day in the life of blah, 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 blah. Like that's usually my go-to vlog. I've been trying this new thing and so far I think it's going okay. But like when I just starting off not saying what I'm doing or what it was going to be, but like with like a message. So I'll be like, so... Lately, I've been having friends over for like such and such as I'm doing com something completely different, like different. Mm. I've been doing like weekly dinners with my friends uh -huh. and I just recorded a video like preparing like the dinner for them. And instead of being like, so today is the day that I'm going to have like my friends over for dinner. I was like, one of my favorite things about living alone is having my friends over for dinner, like starting it like in a slightly different way. Uh -huh. And I think people kind of like it because they don't know exactly what to expect from the video, which kind of hooks them on. Totally. I, I always tell people with when they're doing a voiceover, mm -hmm. even though we do like see it say it when mm -hmm. like someone's saying the same thing and you're watching the same thing, mm -hmm. I think it's more interesting and captivating when you're kind of talking about something else mm -hmm. while watching yes. something else because our attention spans are so exactly. short. Another thing is people love the chaos. So if I start a yes. video being like, I just got invited to a Halloween party and I don't know what to wear tonight. Let's find an outfit. Yeah. Like people like will get hooked on that too. Uh -huh. I feel like that, they like the drama, they like the chaos. Yes. It is entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to Ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. 
Okay, well, I want to play a little oh. game with okay. you. Um, it's just, I want to know more about you, okay. and I feel like your audience wants to know more about mm-hmm. you, so we're going to get into your the Fast 10 Favorites. That's what I'm Fast calling it. Favorites. So I'm putting you in the hot okay. seat. We're about halfway through the pod. Okay. We can take a little, you know, fun game break. Sounds good. I'm and ready. And I am going to ask you some of your favorite things, and you can rapid fire tell me. I am really bad at this, but let's do it. <laughs> okay. First thing is, what is your favorite beverage? We're already going downhill. <laughs> oh, don't make me do that. Uh, chai. Wow. Ice chai. I love a nice chai. I think a nice chai is my current From where? favorite. I do love Alfred's, but I've been making them at home. Okay. So I've... What do, you, little, what do you use at home? I use like a chai concentrate from Target. Okay. And I'll mix it with like some oat milk. And okay. then just put a little extra cinnamon on top, ice, mix it all around, and it's it's pretty solid. Wait, love that. <laughs> okay. Favorite quote. You deserve what you dream. Whoa. And I actually have a tattoo. <laughs> What's that from? I think I was just talking I've to my mom. I've never heard of that. It's not like an actual quote that like I think it's just like a saying more than anything, but I was talking to my mom once and she was like you you deserve everything that you're dreaming and you deserve everything that you're getting. So like Wait, I love that. So I got a tattooed. <laughs> Where's the tattoo? It's like right here. It's you like deserve really what you dream. You deserve what you dream. Okay. I did it in Spanish. So it's like mereces lo que sueñas. Wow. Love Thank it. You. <laughs> I love it. But what's your favorite movie? Oh, that's a hard one. It depends on my mood. Okay, if I were to say like favorite like series of like movies, I'd probably say Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter. I'm a big Potter head. Okay. But I've never seen it. You've never seen Harry Potter. I know. Everyone gets really mad at me. Should I watch it? Yes. I, need I will to watch go it to your home and make okay. you watch it. I'll have, we'll we'll have, have like a, a marathon. movie, yeah, movie marathon. It's, it's eight movies. It'll be a full day. Okay, you can make me some chai. <laughs> and I'll watch Harry. I'd say either Harry Potter or I love like rom-coms, like old rom-coms, like 10 Things I Hate About You okay, and things like that. When, Sally met, uh, when Harry met Sally. Yeah. I love like comfort, like rom-coms like that. Have you seen How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days? Oh, yes. I love that so movie. Good. Anything like that that's just like cheesy and cute yeah. and wholesome and like kind of throwback-ish, I love. Totally. That's the exact vibe of those rom-coms I try to emulate like in my YouTube videos. <laughs> it's like I want like the, you know, when they're like laying out their morning routine yes. or like getting ready outfit. Yes. Like those scenes like live rent free in yes, my head. Exactly. Um, okay. What's your favorite item in your closet? Anything denim. <laughs> as you can as you can tell. I'm not shocked. I think anything denim is my go-to. Yeah. I love it. Favorite person to follow on the internet? Oh, that's another hard one. I love Emma Chamberlain. I've been loving her since she had like 100,000 subscribers. Like I found her before she got 100,000 subscribers. Yeah. And I just love her content. And I just met her like on Friday and I was like fangirling Where'd so hard. Where'd you meet her? At Barney's Beanery. <laughs> no way. <laughs> oh my God. I go to Barney's all the time. What it were you was- doing there? I was just with friends, and then uh-huh. all of a sudden, I my friends are like, "Don't turn around!" But she just walked in, and I was like, mm. "I was like, I need to turn around," and I wasn't gonna do it. And then I started texting Gracie, actually. Oh, and I was like, "She's here. What do I do?" And she's like, "Gracie is this, on our management yes. team." <laughs> but I was like, "What do I do?" And she's like, "Just talk to her." And I was like, "How do I do that?" <laughs> oh, I am dead. And so yeah, she was with like a friend, and I went up to her, and I basically was like, "Hey, I love your Levi's collab." <laughs> 
because you I, you were like the face of Levi's or something, I'm a Levi's right? Ambassador, and I just got her entire line. I mean, half of it I bought and half of it they sent to me. Yeah, <laughs> of her new line with them, and it was Wait, all so, so sweet. Cute. You that. So I was like, I love your Levi's collab. It's so cool. It's so different. Yeah, and she was like so nice about it. She's like, thank you so much. Like that really. She really, like, is, I so really is so nice. Really, she's so sweet. Yeah, and we just kept talking for a little bit longer, and then I was like, okay, have a good night. Like I don't want to bother. Yeah, <laughs> and I walked away. But she was actually so sweet. And I want to meet her again. Yeah. But I re- I love her content. I used to love her vlogs and like all her photos and the transitions she's made. I think it's what everyone dreams to have. I mean, it's a transition uh-huh. from a creator to like a full on, not even ce- like celebrity, but like, you know, like, she is. She's a celebrity in now. In my head, she's like A-list She's now. an A-list celebrity. Yeah. So it's, it's really cool. I don't know. It's like, it's motivating to be like, oh, maybe someday. <laughs> yeah, for sure. What is your favorite color? Recently, I've been really into like blues, like baby blues, dark okay. blues, or greens, like forest green. Well, blue <laughs> is very 1989, which is, is Taylor's yes, version yes. coming out. <laughs> I'm so Our girl, excited. I'll have to text you when it I've, comes out. I've bought so much merch from 1989, Taylor's version. <laughs> it's like unhealthy. I can't wait to see her vault tracks. I'm so excited. I know. They're going to be good. They're I love be that era. I, me too. Okay. Um, favorite habit in your routine? I love writing my to-do list in the morning. I love opening my bullet journal, flipping to a new page. Oh, you're a bullet journal yes. girl. Okay. I love, I used to be a very big like planner girly. Yeah. And I just got another planner to test it out. Yeah. But I think I like a bullet journal more because mm-hmm. there's just it's so much freedom. freedom. I don't have to worry about like if I don't fill up a page or uh-huh. something. I can just write ideas randomly. But I think doing my to-do list in the morning, okay. that is probably my favorite. Do you have any specific way you do the to-do list or is it just like a simple to-do list? I will like... Honestly, to anyone, it'll probably look like a mess, but to me, it makes sense. Okay. (laughs) And it will be like, I'll just start thinking of things I have to do throughout the day, and I'll just kind of like write them down, but not in order. I'll be like, if it has to do with social media, I'll write it at the top. If it has to do with like chores around the house, I'll do it in the middle, and I'll just kind of like start like going back and forth in like random orders. And then I'll start different columns if I need to add different sections. Do you cross it off or do you check? I cross it off. Okay. She goes. (laughs) Yeah, I like the cross it off too. Okay, amazing. Um, Favorite form of self-care? Favorite form of self care? I think like reading a book, honestly. Oh my god, that's crazy. That's my I next question reading, is oh, really? what's your what's your favorite book? <laughs> I think reading a book and like doing a face mask. That's okay. probably like my favorite combo. Okay. Or what's your favorite tea? book? Favorite book. What have I read lately? I'm currently reading um The Creative Acts by Rick Rubin. It's really good. Oh. Um what is it's, that? It's more of like a I think it would fit into not even self-help, but it's like for creatives. So it's a little bit more of like not like a fun okay. I mean it's a fun book. Wait, but like I want to like read a that. book, but it's really good. I'll send you the little Please. thing. I heard so many people talking about it and I was like, "Okay, I'll finally read it." My boyfriend's read it like 3 times. Whoa. And he doesn't read. So I was like, okay, I need to like You're get like, on this. This must be good. I usually like like romantic, like cute, cheesy, like little novels. I really like, oh, what's it called? One Italian Summer. Oh, I've never that heard of that. That one is so, wait, who wrote it? I'm going to look it up. Yeah, please. One Italian Summer by Rebecca Searle. Okay. She also wrote another book that did like called In Five Years. But that is one of my favorite books that I've read this year. It's so cute. The other one is called The Creative, is it The Creative Act? The Creative Act, A Way of Being okay. by Rick Rubin. The Creative Act. I have a list on my notes. Oh my gosh. I have mine on Amazon and I'll just put all the books in my cart and then whenever they go on sale, I buy them. Wait, that's so smart. <laughs> so I, I was spending so much money on books and then I finally got my Barnes & Noble membership. Get a membership, girl. It saves so much money. <laughs> okay. You're, you're, I need to do that. I've become a bookworm this year. I used to be like the biggest bookworm in like middle school and high school. I would like literally 
prefer to eat lunch in the library with a librarian. Oh, reading a book couldn't be me. Could not be me. <laughs> I needed to be talking to everyone oh in the cafeteria. Gosh, See, so I wish funny. I was like that more. I was reading like a book a day at one point. That's they started incredible. Calling, like I remember in this English? one school. Yes, I think that also helped me with my English. Well, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and then I finally. Like when I moved to LA, I didn't read for like a year and a half. I think I just got so caught up with LA. And then this year I was like, no, I need to, I need to get so back how to often my reading read now. I try to finish like a book a week. But sometimes that's a lot. <laughs> sometimes it'll be really funny. If I start a book on like a Saturday, you're not gonna see me that Saturday. Are you like, serious? My boyfriend laughs at me so hard because I will sit and I will not get up off the couch until I finish a book. So I'll be like, I'll be there for like ten hours finishing. Oh, the book. Okay, wait, what other book recs do you have if you're um, such a bookworm? I'm like gonna get on my list. I'm horrible at titles, especially because that's the one thing. If you read really fast, I feel like then I have issues sometimes, like keeping track of who wrote what or what the titles are. I'm trying to think, what else have I read? In five years, also by that same author is really good. Oh, that's another thing. I'll read like two books sometimes at a time or three. Okay, I I've been doing the two books at a time. Definitely, I feel like you need like one self help or like something that you learn from it. One fantasy. Yeah. (laughs) I'm trying to think. I don't know. I don't know what other books I would recommend because I feel like I've read a lot that like TikTok recommends and I enjoy them, but it's not like I think this is the best book in the world. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm like, if you read it, you'll have fun. Have you read Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo? I have it in my to be read. So I okay. bought the book. I just bought the book. That is probably really? my favorite book. Okay. You're, I just made my friend Libby read it okay. and she couldn't put it down. She was like, I you, I was like, to. you were here visiting me. Please hang out with me. <laughs> I, You can read this book later. <laughs> That's what I'll be doing tonight when yes. I get home. I'll just um, be I am obsessed with that book. Cool. With okay. the book but right now I'm reading Nightingale. Have you heard of no, that one? I haven't. Okay, that cool. one I heard no, a lot I'm of read that. <laughs> I know I'm in my kind of reading era as well, but I have a list on my phone and basically You should do like a little highlight in your stuff like to be read books. I should. <laughs> I should because I literally write my little Rex next to it okay. and anytime my friend needs Wait, like Rex I'll send it. Nightingale. Nightingale uh-huh. and um Seven Husbands of Seven Evelyn Husbands. Hugo. I bought the book of Seven Husbands, so I just need to And read I also it. love by Taylor Jenkins Reid um Daisy Jones and the Six. Oh, that Have one was that? so good. Or Malibu Rising. I, it was Have so funny. So I was so excited about like the series, but it didn't do it justice for me in comparison to the book. I thought the series sucked. It was Sorry. So bad. Sorry. Like the aesthetic the was acting there. Wasn't but the good. acting wasn't good. The story, like the vibe of it wasn't what the book was. No. It never is. But, it was you know, kind of like expectations. Almost, like, I hate to say it, but like cringe to me in a way versus I think they like, made it too quick. Yeah, like I don't know. I don't think it, it was. It wasn't like grunge, like no. rock and roll enough. And I get it; they're probably not trying to like make it rated X. But I'm like, but this needs to be on HBO. Yes, yes. This it, is an it, HBO. It show. didn't give me the vibe that the book did at all. At all, it was like a completely different thing. To be completely honest. Oh my god, I'm so <laughs> glad you agree with me because I feel like I'm always the hater. <laughs> In regards I'll to hate the with remake, you about that. when it comes In to like the... books and remakes, yes. I'm like, I'll be there with you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I. That's hilarious. That's so funny. Okay, we mentioned it earlier when you said mm-hmm. you met Emma. You said you. Loved Loved her mm-hmm. Levi's club, but you have quite the relationship with Levi's. I love them. I, yeah, <laughs> okay. adopted me into their family. <laughs> have you always been obsessed with denim? Yes, I've always loved. I've always loved. Like I'm a big comfort over anything girly, so uh-huh. I love my jeans and denim and such. But when I was younger, it's kind of funny. There was periods of time where we had it a little bit rougher, and I couldn't afford like a new pair of Levi's jeans. I think my first pair of Levi's jeans. Yeah, the first pair of Levi's jeans I ever owned was. 
I don't know if it was the first one was from an outlet or if it was thrifted. Okay. I think it was thrifted. Probably thrifted. It was probably I feel thrifted. Like you can always find a good And then thrifted. my second one was from the outlets, I think, because okay. they are cheaper than Amazing. like at the regular yeah, yeah, stores. Yeah. But I've always loved them. And then I went to like an event, like a very small event with them, and they got me like my first uh, denim like trucker jacket. I had never had like a denim trucker jacket. And I met with a couple people from their team that were absolute sweethearts. And I actually left the event early. Which I was terrified about doing because I was like, I'm like, I want to work with y'all. Like, yeah. I feel bad about leaving like an hour into the event. But I had a different event that I already like said I was going to go to before this event. So I was like, uh-huh. I need to go. So I did. But they ended up hitting me up about probably a month or two after that saying like, hey, they really liked you. They want to like, they want you to be like an ambassador for them for the next year. I and mean, I that is like, so cool. That was literally insane because it was like one of my dream like it was in my top five brands uh-huh. to like work with ever and then it also was at that time like i was finally starting to earn more money in the u.s but i was like it was it was a little bit of a struggle because most of my campaigns were coming from mexico and they weren't paying as well oh. so i was like kind of like struggling i was like a little tight on money at the time so when they, they said, were they mexican companies uh not necessarily so like even if it's a company that's like I don't know. I don't want to say a name, but even if it's like a big name company, they have different divisions. So they have like oh, a Mexican and division, they have smaller budget, and then so they'll have I a see. smaller budget okay. in different countries. That's so such... I was when they really told me like, yes, we want you for a year. I was like, I have a stable job for a year. Yeah, and then I loved it. I had so much fun creating all the content for them because I was creating like two pieces of content per month for them uh-huh. when I first started. And it was so much fun. It was uh-huh. so cool. And now it's Is this just like TikTok and Reels or what? TikTok and. It was a TikTok and Instagram, I think. Okay. It was a TikTok and then an Instagram post. Photo? Yes. Uh-huh. I love I love video content. Don't get me wrong. Photo content is my baby. I love yeah. it. I have so much fun with it. Probably way too much fun with it. Uh-huh. But yeah, no, Levi's has been so supportive and so loving. And then they'll, like, they will be one of the brands that will let me create my video in whatever language I want to do it. Their team is so nice. <sighs> That's amazing. And I honestly feel so thankful that I like stumbled into them. Yeah. Is your jacket <laughs> Levi's? It is. It's this so is, cute. And I actually oh, I see little red got tag. it at like, the tailor shop. <gasps> got like, mi corazón. So this is my heart. Oh. I want to like start kind of like patchwork, like tattoo. Like oh. I want to like do this to like the jacket and just yeah. put like a bunch of like embroidery, like red embroidery so all cool. over it. But yeah, I I think Levi's is all I wear nowadays. Like that's my go-to outfit. Yeah, just denim, denim on denim. Denim on denim. I love it. I mean, you can't go wrong with it. Yes, it's like the Canadian exactly. tuxedo. Yes, I love it. I'm glad it came back because that's my thing. What have been some of your other brand partnerships you have enjoyed doing? Oh, okay. Let's see. Let's see. I did Honest Beauty with Jessica Alba. Well, weren't you and your boyfriend like the first yes. ever? We did like a little um, shoot campaign for them for their green juice serum, which is actually so good. I've gone through like seven bottles. Like people will ask me, is it actually good? And I'm like, I've gone through seven bottles of okay, this product. That's insane that you were the first ever. I think, yeah, we were the first ever like, I want to say like, I don't know exactly. I think it's creators or uh-huh. like people that weren't just models or Jessica Alba to like be in it. So we're like the which face of their incredible. product. Yes, it's crazy. Because we... I mean, I kind of knew that Jessica had probably handpicked us, you know, for this. But we went to their headquarters just to see the headquarters. And I wasn't expecting anything from it. And we made my own little, like, um, cream blush that it's, like, I love their cream blushes. They're so good. But they made, helped me make my own, like, shade. No way. That just matched, like, my skin color perfectly and everything. And it was so fun to, like, actually go in their labs because their uh-huh. labs are actually in their headquarters. Wow. Which is so cool and so cool for the scientists as well because uh-huh. if they like, come up with a product or something they can literally like run out Go and, test and it. ask people yeah. like hey do you like this idea do you like the formula and then come back inside uh-huh. and keep working on it ask for like feedback real time instead of having to like send an email for sure. or, like send it over which is really cool but 
we were eating lunch and there was a seat next to me that was open. And I just assumed, I was like, oh, someone probably just took their lunch with them to like a meeting or something. And then they just go, hey, Jess. And I look over and I'm like, it's Jessica Alba walking over. <laughs> and I was trying to like act really cool. She's so nice. When was this? This was probably like a month and a half ago. Oh my gosh. Or something like that. And well, I was, did you know, I'm pretty sure she was in our suite at the yeah, Paris she, tour. She came to say hi to us. She did? Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. It I was she really didn't come cute. say hi to me. <laughs> did not come say and hi to me. It was so cute because she was with her entire family, but she literally, she kind of like, got up from her family and she saw that we were walking to get another drink and she came to give us a hug and like say hi like so happy to like see you here and we had just met her that week earlier that week no way um at that lunch yeah so it was really cute she's been so supportive and i think it's so cool i think she's really supportive me because she's also latin yeah and so she's like you know giving the love one back, latin so girl to cute. another mm-hmm. she's so sweet and it's crazy because like I mean, everyone knows Jessica Alba, and like I really looked up to her. So the fact, oh my god, that, she's like, so beautiful. She's beautiful. Too. I, she was saying like, oh, I'm sold, and I'm like, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you, I'm like, you look like you're in your 20s, girl. I'm like, 100%. she does not look like she has kids. <laughs> no, she's gorgeous. She's gorgeous inside and out. So she's been so sweet. Um, so that was another cool one. Well, honest, and beauty. honest beauty seems like such a epic brand to be aligned with because they're so clean yes and their products are honestly yeah incredible like i love everything they've ever said even they have candles their candles oh my gosh so good but no any everything from like their team like they're like literally like a family they're all so genuinely nice Uh to the actual product that is so good it's it's like the one of the dream brands to work for for sure yeah that's incredible Um, congrats by the way that's amazing good for you are you making like content on your own personal channels for them or is it so for them i did like the campaign shoot which is like the image of like the okay. photos we did like a full day shoot of like 12 hours almost mm-hmm. to get the photos and all that epic um and then i made some videos for them as well okay. i made some for their like um channels for their channels yeah. and then some for mine as well i think i finished posting all my deliverables like uh-huh. of my posts that i had to do on my channels but hopefully in the future i'll get to do some more <laughs> I mean, we'll I, like, I think you're the perfect fit for them. And isn't your boyfriend involved as well? Yes, he actually, it was so fun to actually get to work with him on like yeah. a what bigger was that like? shoot. It was, it was so funny. We actually started shooting uh-huh. and they were some people on the crew that didn't know that we were actually dating. And they were like, you guys have such great chemistry. Have you guys met before? No way. You're like, um, <laughs> and we're yeah. Like, yeah, we've been dating for like a year and a half. I'm like at that point, I'm, yeah, because we shot it last October, which is uh-huh. crazy. It took forever to come out, but... Yeah, it was so funny, but it was fun. It was really fun because he's always helping me shoot my campaigns and uh-huh. photos. He probably takes most of my Instagram photos. So, so he it was knows. really it was really cool getting to actually do it with him. I think we've done that with Honest, and then we got to do something with Levi's as well, which was really so fun. awesome. It's it's always really fun because it it honestly did not feel like work. It was just a fun time. Uh-huh. So it was great. Yeah. What is it like dating someone who's also in such a creative field? Ooh. I love it. I I think I also love that he's even though he does something similar, it's not the same thing. He's not like a content creator because he's a musician. He's a musician, so he does music, which I think is great because we understand our worlds, but uh-huh. we're not exactly like they kind of intertwine once in a while or overlap, but we're not in the same exact thing. I'm like I can't sing or play an instrument to save my life. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's kind of cool and it's awesome because he he understands what I do completely and like the we both have kind of like flexible schedules, which is great for like traveling or if like if I need help with something or he needs help with something I think I'm actually 
I'm like, I'll ask him if I can say this, but I think I'm actually helping him shoot all his like visualizers and some of his music videos oh, for like wow. this next project, which is really fun because we are kind of like helping each other out totally. too. So, and you guys both clearly have a creative eye. Yes. He, how he did does, you guys meet? We met at a party. Okay, how? Uh, before I was living in LA, I... This is actually a funny story. My mom drove me to this TikTok Halloween party, like hosted by TikTok. I'm tired. And <laughs> it's really funny, but I got to the event. I was just with my friends. And at one point I was looking around to find my friend Josh that I ended up okay. moving in with. I was like, where did he go? And I look behind me and I'm like, oh, cute guy standing behind me. And I turn back to my friends. I'm like, there's a really cute guy standing behind me. What do I do? And they're like, talk to him. And I was like, I'm not going to talk to him. Like, I'm shy. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. I was like, I think I was 18. And my friends oh my gosh. turned around, turned me around. And they were like, hi, I'm such and such. I'm such and such. And this is our friend. And I'm the friend. And I'm like, just in the middle, like, you're hi. like, hi. Um, he followed me back on Instagram. He didn't follow them back on Instagram. He only followed me. And I was like, okay i'm like we're doing well but then we weren't we were only friends for like we were friends for like a year and a half or two oh, before wow. we started dating okay so at first i wasn't actually living here and then once i moved out here i was in the friend zone oh <laughs> wait, wait i got whoa, out of the friend whoa, whoa, zone whoa. okay whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so you meet he follows you, you on instagram yes. your friends what do you mean you were in the friend zone? Like, were you trying to get out? So I liked him. Did, did, you, I think did he, he knew, know that? I think he kind of knew. I'm pretty sure he knew. I think so. I think I, okay. I'm, not, I'm not the most poker face, transparent. Like, okay. no, no, like I'm not the most like poker face. Like, I don't Go know. Whole, like, hiding yeah, it. Like, okay. I my my friends are all so smooth when it comes to like texting guys and stuff. That was never. You're me. like I like you. I'm like I'm basically like yeah. But and so he he knew you liked him, and then we were like. He wasn't down? I wasn't or? here. I wasn't living here at first. And then I, once I moved out here, we were hanging out. And he was part of the friend group. And we'd see each other, like, all the time. Mm -hmm. But it was literally, I think he just wasn't ready for a relationship. Because I think he was in a long relationship during, like, high school or whatever. Uh -huh. And then he came out to L.A. And he had just been in L.A. for, like, six months as well. And he was trying to, like, focus on his music. And I was like, you know what? I respected it. We we're still friends. I was like, eventually it will happen. Yeah. Knock on wood. I'm like, I was really hoping and praying. How'd you get it out would. of the friend zone? We actually got in a fight and we didn't talk for like a month and a half. Oh my god. And that's when he came into his senses of okay. being like, he like he came back from a trip and he was like, I want you I'm in my dumb. life. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I do want you in my life. And so we like talked it out for a couple hours and then we just started like hanging out again, like kind of like slowly hanging out like with friend groups and stuff and then okay slowly... but as friends like y'all never kissed we did okay you <laughs> did okay we okay, did. okay it's okay. actually funny i went to colorado on a girl's trip okay and that's when we had our first kiss and that's where he's from yes so our first kiss we were he ended up spending like the night with me and my friends uh -huh. in our hotel because we wanted to go in the hot tub and like it was snowing it was so pretty we ended up like watching like this cheesy ass like dating show okay. <laughs> like i was like on i don't even was know it what like it was. love island or something no okay. it was cringier than that like it was okay. it was i don't know what we we're watching but we we're all watching it and then my friend ended up going out to the balcony uh -huh. to like talk and like we ended up kissing and the next morning he drove me to the airport and he was like i think we should just stay friends Oh, he said we should just stay friends. Yeah, because I was like, so I'm like, what now? I'm like, we kiss. Like, what's going to happen? Like, I am leaving back to Mexico. I'm like, I'm going to try to find an apartment in L.A., but I'm not sure. And then he was like, yeah, I think we should just, like, stay friends for now. Oh, my God. Were and you heartbroken? I was, like, I was just, like, heartbroken in the airport FaceTiming my best friend. Like, ah. But I was fine. Overall, I was fine because I got it. I was like, I wasn't even sure I was moving to L.A. I didn't want to do long distance. Yeah. And I've always been the kind of person that's very focused on, like, her job and herself uh -huh. before anything else. Like, he's my first boyfriend I've ever had. Okay. Like, I had gone on dates before with guys, 
but I had never been on a relationship. Well, that's so, so ballsy of you to be like, what are we? I, know. <laughs> I mean, that's like good for you. Well, I just wanted to know. I like, I'm the person that like, I'd rather know. And then after that, we, the whole thing happened. It was so funny because we kind of like slowly started dating eventually. And he never like asked me like, do you want to be my girlfriend or anything like that? We were at a party and he was like introducing me to someone. And he goes, oh, this is my girlfriend. And I was like... What like, just what? Say that again. <laughs> I was like in shock and I was just like, I was like, nice to meet you. And then I just like slowly backed away and I called my best friend again because she's like, she lives in Kansas. And I was like, he just, he just called me his girlfriend. What do oh, I do about how this? How does your best friend live in Kansas? Oh, she used to live in Florida. <laughs> okay. You met her no, in Florida. I've never lived in Kansas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I met her in Florida when I was in middle school. And got it. And you remained best we friends just remained, and now like, she lives yes, in Kansas. Yes. Okay. Yes. Got it. I was like, <laughs> what the heck? You're like, I miss something. Okay. Okay. And so she, he introduced you as the girlfriend yes. and you're freaking I've out. Freaked out. And then that night we were going to like a bonfire with some friends. So I asked him and I was like, so your girlfriend? And he's like, yeah, like that's what we are. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and how long was this after the first kiss? Um... It was a while. Okay. It was a while because we had our first kiss and then we were friends. Yeah. So that was probably like seven, eight months. Eight wow. months. Wow. Okay. That a is while. a while. It was a while. Till so, yeah, he we were, made it official. Yeah. We were like friends for two years before we okay. actually started dating. And now we've been together for two years. So, wow. Yeah. I mean, you guys seem like a great couple. What do you Thank think you. <laughs> um, makes you guys a great match? I think we got all the figuring, like meeting each other and knowing about each other during like our friendship phase. Yeah. Which I think, like, all of our arguments and fights and, like, everything, yeah. we got out of the way before we started dating. Because we were just, like, you know, friends. And we were, like, you know, meeting each other and, like, knowing more about each other. So I think that definitely helped. And I think we're both very chill people. Like, that, I mean, I'm, I am for the most part. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I think we just kind of, like, are very understanding. And, like, we don't, if we have, like, a little argument, it'll just be, like, okay, like, whatever. Like, it doesn't yeah. really matter. Like, if, unless it's something big, like. We've never had like a big fight. So uh-huh. I think I think getting everything out of the way before we started dating was definitely was definitely a good move. Well, I feel like everyone always romanticizes about how, like ending up dating their mm-hmm. friend. Yeah. Because it's like I already that know. That was always you, my dream, like dating you know? my best friend. Like that was like since and I was look younger, at you now. I, it worked well, you're out. Doing I manifested it. The little <laughs> saying, the little yeah, t- you literal tattoo. What you, dream. <laughs> you deserve what you dream. I manifest. I really think I did manifest it because it was like it was I I was also very persistent. I'm not gonna lie. I think most of my friends would have probably given up after they Which got friends Which I think out. is really cool. And I was like, no, I'm like, I knew that he liked me to a certain extent because there was, I don't know. Like, I feel why like, are you still like, hanging why are you around? Out with why me, are you, you know? kissing me? Yeah, exactly. So I feel like I knew there was something got eventually. It. Okay, I love this. Yeah, I, I love was in it for the long you. game. I had like my yeah. remember Zach and Cody how they had like their five year plan yes. for dating. That was me. <laughs> that was you. Yeah, yeah. Five year plan. <laughs> Well, it sounds like you have a five-year plan for everything. Your content, your dating. Like, I'm like, what else? Mate, your chai. My chai. Your chai tea. My chai tea. (laughs) Okay, well, Luann, it has been such a pleasure having you on the pod. Thank you for having me. Um, Last question is, what are you doing in your life right now to make moves? Ooh, okay. That's a good question. And I love how you say, oh, my God, love. Okay, um, so I feel like I've been doing social media for a while and yeah. I've never had anything outside of like my social media platforms like I've thought of ideas of like maybe doing side projects and such but I've never really I don't know I never really had the team until recently yeah. that we have we have the same team yeah we have the same management <laughs> we love we have the same we're part of the same family yeah um and I never really had like that full-on support which I think is really important when you're a creator there's a certain point where you just like outgrow yourself and you need for more sure. help and which and our team's incredible yes they're amazing love you guys yeah love. um but 
<laughs> we'll just. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so yes, my current thing has been like, what else am I going to do? Because although I plan on doing social media for as long as I possibly can, I want to do other stuff too. One hundred percent. So. I'm working on a couple little things. I love my jewelry, so there's something to do with that coming Ooh, up. Okay. Um, podcast. <gasps> Although I've never been on anyone's podcast, this has been on the works for about a long time. I think it's been like almost a year. Oh my gosh! Since incredible. I like started thinking it out, but I just didn't know what I wanted to do with it or uh-huh. what anything. So hopefully before the end of the year. Oh wow! So hopefully, fingers crossed, everyone. <laughs> Let me, are you going to um, do it in English or Spanish? I think I'm going to start in Spanish. <gasps> Awesome. I know. I'm excited. That was that's honestly been always my biggest issue figuring out what language to do it. Yeah. So for a podcast, I was like, what do I do? Ideally, eventually I would love to do both. There probably aren't but, that um, many Spanish podcasts out there. Not are as there? much as in the US. Yeah, okay. So I want to start with Spanish and then eventually if all goes well, I would love to have it in English as well. Like same thing but slightly different yeah. in both languages. We'll see how that goes. I and I would love it in English as well because so I can listen. <laughs> but I'll just like play it for you and be like translating yes, live as you know? we go <laughs> um so yeah hopefully that will happen and just honestly i feel like right now i'm in a very good point with my content and like the flow of things i know i always want to make more like create more uh-huh. stuff but i'm very happy where i'm at and i don't want to like overwhelm myself with too many things 100 so, how often are you posting right now i post day? every day like once um, a day on tiktok at least once a day on instagram i post a few Probably like four times, three, four times a week. And then on. Oh my God, I thought you were going to say a day. Oh, no. I was like, no. Girl. I'm not going to be that person for them. I'm okay. like, I feel like that's too much. On Instagram stories, though, Instagram stories are my babies. Yeah. I love, po- I'll post like 10 a day on yeah. Instagram stories just because I think it's fun. It's like a little daily vlog it that you don't fun. have to edit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, awesome. Well, where can everyone follow you and maybe look out for the future pod? So, all my social medias are Luan Diaz, L U A N N D I E Z. Amazing like a infomercial, yeah. Like no, hundred. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all my social medias. I got lucky. I think because I've been doing it for so long and my name's so different. I had literally everything. Yeah, I got, you are so Snapchat, lucky. Even on Snapchat, I got like my actual name. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, everyone, go follow Luann and wish her luck on her podcast. We cannot you. wait to listen. Oh, thank, you. thank you so much for coming on the pod and be sure to make someone else's day this week. Love you guys. Bye. Peace.